Yeah, welcome to another episode of Mr. Z and Fifth uh, with Zacchaeus and the Fifth General. What's going on, Zacchaeus? It is good to be here. For good to be here. Another week for definitely. Yeah. For yeah. sure, man. Definitely. Yeah, man. So let's let's give our condolences to um, Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Zacchaeus, I'm going to let you yes. take the mic. Well, marvelous, those who don't know, um, I'm, he's a middleweight heavy. He was a middleweight heavyweight champion back in the from from back in the late seventies, early eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, not from when he held the title. Let me tell you when he held the title. He held the title. He was one of it broke record. That held the title from nineteen eighty 1980 to nineteen eighty seven. Right. So, but the biggest fight I remember as a little kid was was when. Maybe I was like twelve years. I was like twelve years old, seeing marvelous Marvin Hagler go against Sugar Ray. That mm-hmm. that was a saga right there. Right. That was a saga match right there. I was a little kid. I was just they had a rematch too. You know, I, you know that's one thing that um, you know, marvelous Mar- marvelous Marvin Hagler gonna be remembered for that fight. Mm-hmm. He's but be but but the simple fact that he broke record as an undisputed middleweight. Heavyweight, no middleweight champion, middleweight champion from 1980 to eight, he. I mean, that's a long time to hold a title from 1980 to 87. So, uh, my condolences go out to him, and he will be missed because marvelous Marvin Hagler. I, I, when I heard the news, I was I was taken back because you know he, he's 66, and you know. And most back boxers training is that you know they they fit you know they they um he hasn't boxed in a long time but he's now he turned sixty six we didn't know that he was sick but um but I just want to just bring memory to him and celebrate his life and I'm and I'm so happy that we mentioned him now because a lot of young people that don't know Marvin's Marvin Hagler go look him up. Um, the first thing you'll see when you go on YouTube, you might see the fight between him and Sugar Ray Leonard, or you might see, he did uh, he did fight Thomas Hearns too around that time. But uh, well, he had the best first you know, round. Him and Tom- Tommy yeah. Hearns had the best first round to this day. Of I mean, that was a slugfest just in that first round of boxing history, man. Oh yeah, that was memories, man. I'm telling you. Um, he was a slugger, Marvin's Marvin Hagler. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, you look at him as he looks intimidating, but um, but my gosh, man. But him and Thomas Hurt, that was all great. I remember that. Yeah. You know, you can look at it, you can look at that, that footage over and over again because it was just a great match to look at. Yeah, man. Man, my brother will be missed, man. Condolences to his family. Condolences to his family. You know, marvelous Marvin Hagler. He's a legendary boxer for middleweights, and and also he he did he did a two he did a few appearances on some shows too. He did a few he did he was also um after boxing he did a, a one or two appearances not so much but you know um he did some acting a little bit, but man, Marvin Hagler would be missed. Man, it's just. You can't talk about boxing middleweight history unless you mention marvelous Marvin Hagler. You can't do it. You, you know, you don't know boxing if you don't mention him, you know? So, 
condolences to him, to his family, you know? So, yeah, man. R.I.P., my brother. Rest mm. in peace. Bless. Mm. Yeah, man. And um, and talking about greats, talking about legends, talking about greats, talking about legends, I want to give a nice birthday shout-out to the legendary Quincy Jones. He's 88 years young. The legendary Quincy Jones. Man, if let me tell you something. You got to know if you music history, Quincy Jones is in music history, man. I'm telling you. That's why we call him a living legend because the thing is, is that he broke barriers. This man was involved in music since the late 50s, man. And um, mid, mid to late 50s until now. Um, if you see old footages of Michael Jackson, you see him pose with Michael Madonna. He did so much kiss catalog of work was so he worked with so much i remember him doing something with um tevin campbell back in the early 90s <laughs> mm. you know so for those who don't know tevin campbell the r&b singer from back in the early 90s man look him up on youtube tevin campbell great singer great 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 singer man i mean they don't make r&b like they used to any like like i mean my gosh you know but Quincy Jones, I want to give a nice warm shout out to, man. Yeah, those who don't know, look him up. Quincy Jones. Yeah. Talking about music history, Quincy Jones is a living legend. So, yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, um, a lot has been going on this past weekend, Lord. Um. Oh, yeah. So, somebody's going to be mad at me, and that's all right. Um, I don't, I can't please everyone and I'm not trying to be a villain. I'm not trying to be a bad guy. So over, over whatever the heck day that was, um, uh, Prince Harry and, um, and Meghan Markle was on Oprah. They had an interview, they had an interview and they were talking about the Royals and stuff like that. Um, just to kind of give, um, just to kind of give uh, some context, they left the country. Um, they left, well, they left the UK. They mm. left the UK. Um, yeah. I think they live in Canada now. I don't know. I don't know where the heck they live at. Uh, they, you know, I guess between Canada and America or whatever. Mm. And, uh, you know, they have they have a son, Archie. Um, for those who don't know, Meghan Markle is a, a retired actress. Maybe she'll get back into acting now that she's back on this side of the uh, earth. But a retired actress, because that was one of the things that she was told to give up if she wanted to marry this man. Allegedly. Wow. Wow. Uh, she was on that show Suits um, that was on USA for years. Um, they had to write her character off when she got married uh, to, to Prince Harry. Right right before they got married. Mm. Um, yeah. So... Prince Harry is from the line of the royals of, of England. I mean, that's what they, you know, you know, Queen Elizabeth and them. That's that's what they call themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, she is a biracial woman. Her father's white and her mother's black. That's typically doesn't happen. Usually the father's black and the mother's white. But in this case, the mother's black. Mm hmm. So they had an interview 
<laughs> she said somebody in the royal family was talking about, yo, how dark is this baby going to be if they have a kid together? Oprah was wow. flat. Oprah was flabbergasted. I don't know why. You know, I'm not surprised. Yeah, she, she opened her mouth wide open. I seen, I seen her when she had her reaction, her face reaction. I was like, oh, okay. She's surprised. Why she? I know, like she's so in shock. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know why she was so uh, surprised. I mean, you know, I'm that doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise people like me and you. And you know what? She was warned. Yo, if you marry into that family, it might be like that movie Get Out because that family's in a sunken place, right? Mm, and so, yeah. you know, she was warned before that. She has another kid on the way. God bless her. Um, Not to say anything bad about her because enough of that has been going on by uh, white supremacy, white supremacist media. Um, right. But I just want to say this to my sisters out there. Um, sisters, I've been seeing a lot of posts on social media of we must protect her, protect black women or the black women are the most unprotected women on the planet, which I understand where that comes from. Malcolm X said that I get that. Yes. But don't mm-hmm. quote, but don't quote him to your advantage and then disregard this. Uh, Megan Markle married into this family. She could have simply said no. She could have, but she married into this family. She chose well, he, he chose her in the sense of proposing, um, but in return of saying, yes, that's her choosing him too. That's her consenting to being chosen. That's how uh, marriage, that's how um, consensual marriage typically works. The man gives the, the man holds the ax, the key to it. The woman uh, uh, takes the transaction and says, okay, yes, I will marry. Okay. This wasn't an arranged marriage. This wasn't by force, okay? So she married him for the, for the many reasons that she wanted to. But here's but what came with it. I guess she was oblivious to it. Sisters, hmm. you can't live black, marry white, and think you could escape racism. That doesn't work. Mm. Now, for the women listening, I know they're going to be like, Facts. Wow. they're going to be like, well, what about black men? Look, we're not talking about black men. But to, to satisfy this, I will say this about black men. Black men, very quickly, some of y'all probably already know or don't know, but you can't live black and sleep white and think you're going to escape racism because you do that. So, yes, I'm an equal opportunity on the words that I speak. So this is for them, too. Mm-hmm. But uh, but Queen Queen Elizabeth doesn't have a daughter that a black man married, so this is not the topic of discussion. Back to the sister, and she is a sister. She is. You know how? <laughs> because they acknowledge that she's a black woman. Hmm. That white side is not white enough for them, according to what. Meghan Markle said and what Harry said because Harry agreed with what uh, she uttered the same uh, sentiments that Meghan proposed he knows who said it he just you know she said I 
like to not say it. Who said it? You know, but Harry don't care, man. You know, they talked about how, you know, because of the uh, things that are going on between the family, the strained relationship, that they no longer have security and stuff like that. So what we ended up finding out is that Tyler Perry, uh, as far as uh, basically gave them a safe haven uh, in their house to Mm. lend them a hand. A black man did that, a wealthy black man, you know. So this whole black woman not protected thing, uh, I think it depends on who you're going to. I want to tell sisters, um, sisters who want that uh, protection, who do you want that protection by? Do you want a black man to protect you? Do you want black women to protect you? Do you want non-black men to protect you? I mean, you're going to have to choose who you marry is who you choose to protect you. Right, Zacchaeus? Hello. Hello. Beacon. I'm just saying. So if you feel that Harry's not doing a good enough job of protecting her, then that's between her, <clears throat> that's between her and her husband. Right. right. If, if, sisters, if you're asking for black men to protect Megan, she didn't choose a black man. <laughs> she right. didn't. Just simple as that. Simple as that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure any respectable black man, if they saw Megan in the street being uh, 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 being accosted or whatever, or being disrespected, that we wouldn't just let anybody just disrespect her. Like, I mean, I, if we're talking in that sense, no, you don't have to. I, I don't think brothers are just. Let her just get wailed on and nothing like that. That that's not that's not right. what we're saying. But what we're saying is who you marry is who you choose to protect you. Um, don't the wedding vow say, um, do you uh uh protect and to hold and to what 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 are some of those values are they say uh Zach Love Love have hold, love, have, hold, hold and protect, right? And have hope, love, um, cherish, cherish, love, have hold and cherish until until death, death do you part. part, right? And and, and isn't protect yes. one of those words in there too for the man? Yes, some yes. some some vows. Okay, so those are vows she mm-hmm. made to him. So that's his job. That's who she chose. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I wish Megan all the best because at the end of the day, she's a human being. So the believer in me uh, wants safety for all of them. You know, I I have nothing bad to say, but I just want to say to sisters out there that, you know, this is why you have to be mindful of who you marry. Who you marry is also the family that you marry into. That's right. Ladies, yeah. you have to consider that. Men have to consider that too when they choose a wife. That you marry you're marrying the wife, but the wife is attached to a family first. So you marry into that too, That's vice right. versa. It works both ways. A lot of people make that mistake, you know, and they figure that, well, I marry her her only. No. Yeah, I'm not only marrying her, you're marrying the family too. Right. Yeah, and then to not be the dead horse, um, some of the out, uh, uh, backlash that you're seeing, uh, Piers Morgan on Good Morning Britain uh, got blasted by a co-host because he said, "Yo, you know, you just mad because Shorty, you know, uh, didn't didn't go out with you for drinks, and she ended up with Harry." So 
you know, she overstepped you, hmm. and now you on air salty. You know what I'm saying? And then Sharon Osbourne was on the talk. That's Ozzy Osbourne's mm. wife, for those who don't know. Probably should know by now. Right. She's pretty popular, too. Um, yeah. You know, she got on there defending a, a, a Piers Morgan because um, that's mm. her friend. And she came off, you know, she came off um, as a suspected. She came off having a sus- suspected white supremacist uh, views when um, when uh, defending Piers Morgan and the Royals, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I didn't see any protection there for Megan there. I didn't see any empathy for Megan there, Megan Markle. I didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? know. <laughs> and, and, and her and yeah. Underwood, her and Cheryl Underwood had a little back and forth show under, Underwood, uh, held her composure and had the, uh, the utmost... Uh, handled herself with so much class. And let me tell you something about wow. Cheryl. Let me tell you something about Cheryl Underwood. Let me tell you something about Cheryl Underwood. Cheryl Underwood had every right to snap her, uh, uh, to snap back at Sharon Osbourne with the tone that she had with her. I know a lot of people are applauding her for being calm because her being calm, uh, was, she basically played chess with uh, Sharon. Her being calm put the intention on Sharon exposing herself and how she really feels because if Cheryl Underwood would have got upset, then the media would have shifted to Cheryl being the quote unquote typical angry black woman. So I understand why she kept her composure, you know what I'm saying? But why is it that black women have to hold themselves back in order to, uh, 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 appear more, uh, uh, you know, calm in a situation where herself was being attacked because she told her not to cry. Don't you cry. You know, it was basically Sharon's moment is saying, I'm the victim here, not you, when you're not a victim at all. Wow. Megan Markle's the victim. Exactly. How, how, how do we get yeah. to that? You personalized yeah. and and brought it on you. Victim. Yeah. Hmm. And when really Megan was the victim here, Megan and Harry you know what I'm saying? Mainly Megan, because Megan talked about how she had suicidal thoughts and, you know, and all this type of stuff, all this, this stuff that she was going through in the treatment. You know, you got to respect. Mm. You got to respect the woman, man. Respect her. There wasn't no respect there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, so. But back to Cheryl Underwood, Cheryl Underwood had every right to say whatever she wanted uh, against Sharon Osborne, And she didn't. So. As you didn't, you know, big up to um Cheryl, Cheryl Underwood, man, yeah. for real. Yeah, yeah but you know yeah, what? I, but you I know what? I applaud her, man. No, nobody, no, when Sharon got upset yelling, but the media won't call her angry white woman. They won't call her, uh, mm. uh, what, what do they say these days, uh, a Karen? You know what I mean? They're not applying those words to her when she was clearly out of, out of line. And, right. and, 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 and that's the unfair treatment of black women and, and white women in society. Hmm. Same thing, you know, with black men and white men, you know, as a black man, you know, if you even uh, put on a mean face before your word comes out your mouth, you're the angry black man. But when a white man has those same sentiments and, and angers, hmm. he's called passionate. 
So, sisters, I want you to understand something. You know, brothers and sisters are in the same boat. That's that's the point I'm trying to get to. We in the same boat. Yes. Yes. yes okay. Yes. So I don't want sisters now coming at black men for not coming to Meghan Markle's aid because number one, she's married. She mm-hmm. married who she married. She married the person that she's supposed to be protected by. <laughs> That's her choice. That's her choice. So, yeah, you know, nah, man. Mm-mm. Oh man! I'm 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 sorry, Zach. Here's I just I just I I I just wanted to make that I just wanted to make that clear because I think it's I'm gonna use another example. Remember remember the whole Tory Lanez and 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 make Meg the Stallion situation. Oh yeah, I remember that. Can't forget that. Remember 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 how a lot Mm -hmm. of remember how a lot of sisters were saying. Because they quoted what she said. Because she said black women are not protected. Meanwhile, uh, when talking to the police, she didn't give anybody up who shot her. So a lot, of, uh, a lot of sisters out there uttered what she said, and and was blaming black men for, and 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 in mass for not protecting mm-hmm. Megan, and right. that that wasn't fair because you know make make uh, Megan the Stallion. I know we're talking about two Megans here, but Megan the Stallion, okay. So yeah. what yeah. I what what I'm trying to say is that, you know, um, that's not fair to all brothers because, I, I you know, uh, a lot of brothers that I know were hoping for um, uh, Meg Thee Stein's recovery when she had that situation with her getting shot and her saying she don't know who shot her, you know. Sadly, right. yes, yes, you had some right. trolling on the internet, some brothers trolling. I understand that, but mm-hmm. nah, man. In 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 general, we love that woman. That we love that woman, and we hope uh, for her safety as well. But I just hope that Megan, make Megan the Stallion in the future, um, just knows how to better pick her friends, and seeks God on how to discern the right man that is trying to choose her. Hmm. Yeah, you know she's still a single woman, okay, single in the sense that she's right. unmarried. But in Meghan Markle's right. situation, that's a married woman. So if there's anybody that's going to protect her, it got to be her husband because that's that's a decision she made. That that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, so don't don't yeah, don't don't blame don't blame black black men, um, for for I guess the lack of the sense of urgency to run to Megan's aid. I mean, she didn't choose a black man as a husband. Right. Right. Zach Hughes, any, any words on this before we get into our topic, man? I'm... Let, let me, let me tell you something. Um, yeah. Megan, now we talk about Megan that's married to, Mar- to Marco. Prince, Prince Harry, Megan Markle. Prince Harry. Yeah. yeah. Prince Harry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I agree. I'm a segue in what you said. Um, yeah. Once you choose, mm-hmm. it's a decision you make. Yeah. And the decision is a sh- when you once you choose a husband, mm-hmm. you are you become one. Yeah. And and it but but the, as a man as being the head of the household, mm-hmm. he's he, part of his duty is to protect you, yeah. the woman. So, um, 
people were saying the come black men come to her aid let's go on her behalf or her defense mm-hmm. let's defend her on her behalf is now is a point where it's too i won't say it's out I, I, I maybe i should choose the choice of words um mm-hmm. she already made her decision already right you know and this is what this is the card that she's dealt with mm-hmm. it's not a bad card right but this is but this is the the um results yeah this is the this is the results that you will get yeah. with, depending on who you marry yeah you know um so it, it's in a way it's like okay you you know you, should, you know sometimes people think that sometimes they, because they who they marry to get a pass on certain things right you get a pass right but no well listen just because you're your sister just because your brother doesn't mean because you married somebody that's non-black doesn't mean that you get a pass on racism mm-hmm. enough said enough said you know yeah doesn't mean that you that you're that, exempt it doesn't mean you're exempt they'll be like okay you're an exception you're, you're exempt and you're an exception to the rule no no nope. racism here's his ugly head here and there racism will always Heiress ugly head. No matter where you go, no matter who you, no matter if you marry a, if you marry into the royal family, mm-hmm. don't marry if, don't matter if you marry a, a poor white family. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's people that will say things, and sometimes there's people that will not hold their tongue, and calling you, a, you know, n word or, or or saying something derogatory mm-hmm. that you may get offended, yeah. and you might, and you might, yeah, you might get offended, and sometimes you may, and you won't want to lash out, but. But whoever you devil is married, I mean, I can go into it a little bit yeah. before I get into my next topic. I can go, in, I can go into it and say that um, one time I was, I was tuned into the Steve Harvey show, yeah. and I'm um, in the morning, and um, this sister called, and there's a lady called the um, uh, this is this is people that live in New York. They know who I'm talking. About. If they know who uh, one of seven, this is one of seven point five WBLS in New York City. WBLS in New York City. Yeah. And there's a woman called um, um, Shirley Strawberry. Now, Shirley Strawberry, sometimes they and they have the um, strawberry letter. Mm-hmm. Strawberry letter is people talking about the issues de- de- in dealing with men and women relationships. They they will call in and they will talk about their relationships. They, and she'll read the letter. And she'll read the letter. And and she'll, as she read, she's giving you the story on their relationship. Right. On their relationship. So in this case, this sister, she was Shirley Strawberry reading the letter, and she was like, and and as Shirley Strawberry read the letter, it says, um, "Hi Steve, I want to get your answer. My husband is I'm I'm a black I'm a African American female. My husband is a white man, but he said, but he had gets turned on by by treating me like a like." Like I'm a slave, like a wench. He gets he gets off and he gets turned on by treating me like, and he calls me a wench and he calls me a slave. And that and he said he wants to be the man to to whip, have the whip in his hand and whip me and 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 just and, and hey, have his way with me and pretend. R- pretend real to, quick, to be don't a mean wench. to cut you well, off. For proper yeah. context, <laughs> for proper context, because yeah. you didn't say this. This is a yeah. black woman and a white man. Yeah. Okay, continue. Yes. So the white as a white husband, white I would say have to say white white husband, he was he 
he goes on and it treated like a if you know if you look up the word wench and, and slavery and know what it means you know yeah, bed wench well using well, yeah bed wench and he gets turned on by that and she says see what should i do sister and my response to that is sister you married him yeah you married him yep and 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 steve you know steve harvey i'm talking about the host of the um he that's his show he said well what do you expect what do you not, not to say that all white men and married white women are, are this way but right. if he's that way what you know what do you think he's gonna you know how you want what do you want me to say right. because now you're married to him right what do you want me to say <laughs> yeah. So, and not, so, so what? What? So, what I'm saying is that, um, Megan made not Megan and Stanley, but Megan that's married to Megan Markle. Uh, the Prince, middle Megan Markle, he made her decision, yeah. and that, uh, and you know, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? So, well, let me just say this: uh, Megan Markle and Prince Harry don't have that type of uh relationship, but. The overall point they is <laughs> right, but the overall point is, um, he married her, so that's, you know, she's married to him, so that's her prote- that's her protection. So for the rest of his life, or at least their marriage, um, he's gonna have to assume that role of protecting her, and you know, I can't feel sorry for her. You know, I have empathy, but I can't feel sorry for her. But I do have empathy though. Uh, some people may think I don't, but I do because listen, she's she's got some real mental issues going on. I actually, well, not oh, I don't mean mental issues like that. I mean like she has meant there are things that she's dealing with that's trying to mentally break her down. That's what I'm trying to say. And oh, I'm I'm kind of concerned because she is um she's well into a pregnancy, and I think she should not talk to any more press right now because of the stress. Um. So for this, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, um, uh, even Chrissy Teigen was hoping, you know, even she, uh, that's, uh, uh, John Legend's wife, also a model. Um, you know, she was like, yo, you know, she's concerned about that because, you know, unfortunately Chrissy Teigen had a miscarriage, uh, not too long ago. Um, well, well, they had a, I'm sorry, not a miscarriage, but they had a, a stillborn. Um, anyway, I, I, I hate to even talk about that, but the reason why I mentioned that is because she was showing her love for Megan and saying, listen, don't end up like me. Don't end up like what happened to me and John, you know, uh, please get your peace. So for the sake of that child that, that, uh, that Megan Markle's carrying, I want her to have that peace. So if that means they gotta chill up in Tyler Perry's home a lot longer, so be it. Well, big up to Tyler Perry. Big up to Tyler Perry for uh, and his kindness. Tyler Perry's kindness stretches a long way. So big up to Tyler Perry. God bless you, Tyler. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't want. I just don't know why. I just don't want nobody saying anything crazy about black people and regarding her because here you have a black man by the name of Tyler Perry who didn't have to do this. But he basically lent his security and his care for that family. And I just hope that family respects and appreciate that. There are many sisters out here who don't have that uh, help. 
I'm sure they would want that help too. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So, you know, um, so, mm-hmm. all right, I'm, I'm going to move on. Um, I hope my message didn't get uh, cloudy there. Um, but I just wanted to address uh, address some things. Shout outs to Cheryl Underwood. Yes. Shout outs to Cheryl Underwood. Big up to Cheryl. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. All right. Let's sure. let's get in, get let's get into the topic. I'm gonna let you lead on it. What are we talking about uh, for the rest of the show? Remember, so we're talking about the five love languages. That's five love languages. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Name name them off. Yeah. The, the, number one. Is words of affirmation. Give an example. Number two is quality. Words of affirmation mean that if you, some people, some people in a relationship like compliments. Yeah. No, you know. Um, like, baby, you pretty. Some people you look love, good in that dress. Yeah, baby, you pretty. You smell good. Yeah, or for, for a man, for, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Or for, or for a woman, too. Some men like compliments, too. Some men like, oh, you look handsome today. I like you mm-hmm. in that suit. Yeah. Or for women, or yeah, or for women, uh, baby, I love your hair. Yeah. I love your hair, and I, oh, and I like the way how you look. Oh, I like the way how you're wearing that those, those spandex pants. Oh, I like the way you're wearing those, that dress. Yeah. Or oh, I like the, I love those shoes, baby. Oh yep. man, yep. you know how to dress. <laughs> those are words of affirmation. Yeah. You know, and some people like spending quality time. That's yeah. another words of affirmation. That's another words of that's another love, love language. language. Quality time. Doesn't matter. Yes. So, so it doesn't matter if you. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, for each thing that that you mentioned, I was just asking for a breakdown. So for quality time, exp- explain briefly the importance of uh quality time. Oh well, quality time is. Some people like their love to be expressed by spending quality time, mm-hmm. meaning that you know it doesn't have to be lavish. It don't have to, when you go spend quality time. It don't have to be going out to an expensive restaurant. It don't have to be um exp- you know or an expensive play. You know when this pandemic passed over, or you know it don't have to be. It's just a time we can walk in a park and we can. But all my baby, all my time is with you. Mm-hmm. For some women. They love that quality time. You don't, have to, you don't have to spend a lot of money, but you can just, that time that you have to make her laugh, to make her smile, to go to a movie, to just to, just to hold her hand and walk in the mall, or you can take it, or you exercise together, or you spend two to three hours watching a nice program on TV, you know, or you, that's quality time, or you spend, or you eat a nice dinner at home and you're talking face to face without the TV on. That's quality time. Some people love their love, like their love to be expressed that way. That's another love language, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And and receiving gifts is another one. Receiving gifts. Some people like expensive, some people like gifts. Like, in other words, every, you know, when they, they look forward to, like, you know, some women during special occasions, they look forward to certain gifts. They like they, they, or some men look forward to. Oh, you bought me a. Oh, you bought me the suit, baby. Ah, they love. They love. They love their their love language to be expressed that way. When you buy a gift, let me chime in on that. Or you buy. Or you. Or, let me, yeah, go ahead, let go me ahead. chime in on that because that can get communicated wrong for some of the listeners. Um, it's the yeah. thought, right? So I had a woman tell me, it's not about the price; 
It's about the thought. So gift flowers. Mm. Um, if your woman likes chocolates, chocolates. Um, you know, not just, you know, oh baby, let's go shopping at Dolce and Gabbana and get Gucci and uh and um um Louis yeah, Vuitton and stuff like no. that. It's it's not about that. Yeah. Man. Um uh a gift simply of getting her favorite food that she likes to eat. Um, getting her favorite yes. uh, cup of coffee. Those type of things are mm-hmm. appreciated. Just like for men, you know, a woman the might... Little things. Yeah, a, 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 a woman says, hey, I bought you your favorite chocolate bar that you like. Uh, I know you like tacos. I'm going to get tacos. So, uh, or, or right. you know, hey, that cologne you like, I bought you another bottle. So that type of stuff. You know why? Because those gifts require attention to detail about your spouse. Right. What they appreciate right. other than just you buying the gift that's whether it's material or not, the gesture and the fact that you were listening. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That shows the love. That's the love mm-hmm. part of that language. It sounds material, oh, yeah. but the love part of that uh, language is the drive and the appreciation behind it to actually do that. Um, yes. Go ahead, Zacchaeus. I'm sorry. Yeah. So when receiving gifts, you know, it's like uh, the simplest things. You know, oh, I I bought an outfit, but I I also bought an outfit for you, baby, and that just meant that. I mean, things simple things like that. Yeah. Could could mean a lot. Those those who love their language, those who love their language to be exp- their love to be expressed that way, is you know receiving gifts. You know what? Everybody's different. And the next one is acts of services. Acts of services. Acts of services meaning that, well, I'm gonna fix a car for you. Or it can mean I'm gonna I'm gonna um I uh, iron I'm your clothes for you. Yeah, I'm gonna iron your clothes for you. Or let me just you know, baby, let me let me just oh let cook, me just cook um, for you. Um fix up yes, oh yes. Oh yeah, let me cook for you, or let me just um, let me see what I could do. Uh, let me go outside this garden, the garden, the um, the flowers for you, or just put make a garden for you, or let me just go and just build a a, a little a little garage so you can put your stuff in, so you can put some supplies in, or let me just those are those are gifts, acts of services. Mm-hmm. Some people like they love to be expressed that way. Mm-hmm. That means that you that means they feel love when you when you do services for them. That means they, they. That means you love them. That to them, that means that oh, they, they she's showing my love language, mm-hmm. and you know. And the next, the last but not least, is yeah. physical touch. That's the best one. Some people love a, affection. Yeah, some people love affection. Yeah, they love affection. You know Touching, why? You know why? Hugging, because kissing. because yeah, that man. because that's the most non-verbal way of showing love. Because if yes. I if I'm spending quality time, you know, I'm talking about with my lady, right? If I'm spending quality time with my lady and within that quality time I'm showing her affection, we don't have to even say a word to each other. It's not a I don't mean like being rude. What I mean is we're chilling out watching a movie, you know, we holding each other, you know, I devoted my time to her, but then I'm also giving her affection at the same time. So that that's how you know you can physically feel love because scientifically they said that uh, f- uh, physical love, and we're not talking about sex here, but just that physical touch and that love, 
there's something with the heart. There's something with the um, what they say, with the chemistry of um. I think they said people feel like people feel a um a sense of calmness and and a relaxing heartbeat uh and also uh, uh heightens in healing and recovery mm-hmm. with the physical touch and stuff like that um yeah there's a mental connection um you know so there's a there's a there's something going on there's something spiritual going on too you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's that's why you need to be mindful of who you giving your uh, <laughs> affection to. You know what I'm saying? It better be uh to your spouse. It better be to your husband or your wife. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, you, you know, you, you know, know what I mean. And, uh, go yeah. go ahead, Zach. Mm-hmm. You're you're the married man here, so <laughs> you you can speak more to this than I can. I'm a single man. I'm not in a relationship. So you go ahead. Well, yeah. Um. You gotta know your, you gotta know your partner. Mm-hmm. You gotta know your spouse. You gotta know your spouse. You gotta know your mate. Yeah. You if you don't if you don't know, it's like the song. If you don't know me by now, you'll never never know me. Yeah. <laughs> if you know, I don't want to think it, but um. But anyway, <laughs> you have to know. You gotta know your um spouse, meaning that, or your or your mate, meaning that, if you do know her love language, if you know that if you know that you love you. Um, I know my wife, she likes spending time. So I do my best to try to spend time with her. And 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 she knows that I like physical touch. So she tries her best to to hug me, to show me affection, you know, and things like, you know. So basically, we get, once you get to know your mate, you can under, once you get to know them, when I, when I, when I, when I, I really emphasize, emphasize that, that, that always get to know the love language of the person that you are serious with or the person you're trying to build a future with or the person you're trying to settle down with or marry or most like most likely marry because that's important love languages are you may take it lightly ladies and gentlemen but love languages are so important in any anybody it doesn't matter where you're from it doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter um, what race you are. Love language is important for any successful relationship. Now, as far as marriage, yes. Now talk in, 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 now talk yeah. about the challenges that may come with that when none of those uh, love languages are a favorite. Because not all persons think that all of those love languages are, are, are um, a necessity for them. I'm sure they love all of them and appreciate them, but a woman and a man can have their top three. What happens in a relationship when a woman and a man don't get their top three? Talk about the challenges of that. Well, I know, well, for one, if you know your your um, wife likes spending time, but you don't spend time with her, you're always on your social media, you're always out, you're always in, and you're always gone. She don't see you she, most of the time. You, you say, no, not wrong with going to work, but I'm just saying you're always gone. Even when you're not at work, you're always gone. Yeah. Or you're always hanging out with your friends instead of being spending time with her. That could be a problem in your relationship. Mm-hmm. She can feel that way. You don't love me because you don't spend time with me. Mm-hmm. That's an example, you know. 
or for some for some people is receiving gifts you know you go out and and you know let's say you go out and you buy something for yourself and you know you have a spouse at home that that and you come home and then when then, then she asks you this is my feminine woman or you know she asks you oh how you doing oh and you know women she might ask you oh did you buy one for me you didn't you, love language you know that she likes gifts too you know that you it's a thought that counts you know so you know if you're gonna pick up something for yourself you go pick up something for you these are the little things that's that's very vital in relationships that can carry relationship a long way little things they don't have to be nothing it, people think it's lavish gifts to get your partner no but it's the little things like that that can that can make a big difference in one's relationship you know or for for some for example, this is a big one, physical touch. Now they have some people, they have some couples that are they have one person in the relationship maybe that might not be so affectionate, mm-hmm. you know, or or they just they just they don't show their spouse's affection at all, or they don't show their their mate or their boyfriend girlfriend they don't show affection at all, and you know very well know that. Your man loves affection. He loves to hug him and cuddle him, but you don't want it. But you're like, ah, ah, you know, I don't want to. Not all the time. Oh, get away from me. You keep pushing them off. You keep pushing them off. That becomes a strain in a relationship, and that becomes a complaint. That can kill. Part. That can kill a relationship. Um, I'm. A, I'm gonna just yeah. say this. So, uh, yeah. not having that and not having qual- first of all, in order to have physical touch, uh, effectively, um, quality time has to be there. Okay, because if you ain't there, you can't touch me. I can't touch you. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to the affection part, uh, those two, those typically go hand in hand, the physical touch and the quality time. Those go hand in hand. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to have one without the other. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. So. um, So. Before things get deeper, maybe even early on, because listen, when you're a certain age, man, you ain't got time to be figuring out and wasting time. Uh, would you agree that? True, true. Would you agree that love languages have to be communicated in the beginning, as far as when it comes to um, uh, compatibility and matchmaking? These are something that people should know in the dating stage. Hey, you know what are your love languages? Because if your love language is affection. I'm sorry, physical touch. I, I say affection because when we say physical touch, that's that's what we mean. Although affection um, is is a, a vague term too, but we mainly mean physical touch. So if somebody's love language is is um, is physical is physical touch, and her love language is not, then guess what? That's not gonna work. You know, um, a lot of couples. Sometimes in the beginning, well, people, in the, you know, you're getting to know each other in the beginning. You're getting to know each other in the beginning, so you're not going to know that right away. No, that, but I'm saying, sound, should you it, should you yeah. communicate that? Should you ask? I mean, you could ask. Nothing wrong with, nothing wrong with asking. Right. You know, because if, if you do ask, I mean, I mean, that right there can open um, great communicate, great conversation. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is that, you know, and people you and and um, couples only, or when you start dating, they only share that when they know their relationship is getting serious or deep. 
they they will start going into what my partner likes what my partner you get to observe your partner because now now you're getting to know them better as time goes on you're getting to know them better and that way and, and you know love love languages um is you know especially when you're getting serious with, serious with somebody or you know you know you know that's this is the one for you then you get to know them and this this is where they and then you get to know your partner. Then you're like, okay, this is where my love language, this is what I know what she likes. So this is what I know what he likes, you know? And as time goes on, you get to know the, their love language. What's the, what's the emphasis? I mean, you could ask it in the, in the beginning, but I know when I first started dating, my, my, uh, we were not married yet. And I, I, I didn't know nothing about love languages and I didn't really um, express that at all. Neither did she. Neither did she. So it's more like um, as time went on and through, uh, through time, the course of time, then you know what that person likes. Or, and then eventually they express it to you what that person, you know, what, what she likes or what you like. You know, so, you know, I like you spending, I love spending time with you. She might say, oh, I like spending, you know what? I don't care, I don't care where we go. This, this is how you know your partner. She's, especially when she says, um uh we don't have to we don't have to spend no money. Let's just go to a park and just walk. Or let's just go it's a nice sunny day. Let's just go to a park and just enjoy the sunshine and just enjoy the view. That's a person that <laughs> loves. Let's take a long quality. walk around the park after the dark. I... <laughs> <laughs> Jill Scott. Shout yeah, out to man. Jill Scott. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. so that's what it is, you know. Or for for example, you know, you're walking in the mall, and and you know, you know, um, your 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 boyfriend likes um clothes. You know, he likes. He's a big big. He likes clothes, man. He's just like looking nice in the clothes. So you know, you're walking in the mall. You got a little. You got a little money on you. So you're like, oh, you know what? You look good in that shirt. That shirt. By you buying him that shirt, you got him excited. He likes receiving gifts. That's his love language. You know? Or, or um, acts of services. Acts of services. Um, go, you know, you, um, your lady said she was telling you all, she kept on telling you, oh, when are you going to do those, when are you going to put up those pictures for me on the wall? When you go, and you voluntarily do it. And that makes that put that just brightens their whole day. Acts that's acts of services, you know. Hey, so, you, um, I'm yeah, sorry. Man. Well, you care to kind of share what yours are for the listener because I'm sure they would like an interesting perspective without getting too personal. But would you like to tell them what your top three is out of the five? Oh man, well, my top three is. Well, my, <laughs> my okay. My first one is physical touch. Mm-hmm. I think that, but then, then my second one is my second one would be words of affirmation, mm-hmm. and then my third one, my third one would be quality time. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, care to tell what your wife's mm-hmm. love languages are? You don't have to, but just a perspective, because I'm yeah. pretty sure we, yeah. Oh, Zacchaeus, where you at? Oh, God, it's audio. Zacchaeus. 
went through the whole entire show without a technical difficulty. Zacchaeus, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. You can hear me good. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Uh, what what was what's your wife's? Yeah, I would say her her her, her um uh, love language is top three. Top three. Quality time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Top three. Quality time. Um, quality time. Uh, acts of services. And the third one would be, I would, I would say the third one would be physical touch. touch. Okay. That's what I would say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. I had, to, I had to say it because, listen, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Well, see. Yes, I had to say it, no. The point I made was that y'all have stuff that is in common, even even if everything isn't in common, but y'all have love right. languages, your top three love languages. There are things that are in common there, and that's what, then that's what helps. Um, and that's my point, yeah. is that you got to, this stuff got to be communicated, because, you know, before you go any further. You have situations where people marry and then they say, yo, man, she ain't even affectionate. I'm like, dude. You didn't know that before you got married? So, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Listen, men and women are not mind readers. This whole passive-aggressive nature is just trash. You got to say what you feel. You do. You know what I'm saying? You got to say what you're feeling. This generation is like that. Yeah, man. Well, you know. Well, this generation is finished. (laughs) <laughs> you know what it is they, they're not they're not, you know they, they assume you can't assume that that person it's because you're hanging out with that girl or you're hanging out with that guy that they're with you yeah. you can't assume that you can't assume that because oh we, we hang out on the weekends that oh that's my girl or yeah. that's my or that's oh that's my dude you can't you, you got you got to verbalize it you got to let them know you can't assume oh you cannot live by assumptions you got to be sure you gotta, if you want to make it official, you say it. Baby, I want me and you exclusive. Nobody else. You got to express it. You got to let them know. No, I'm second guessing. We're sort of, we're sort of dating. We're sort of, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. It's got to be, you got to make it affirmative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. So yeah. these are the five love languages, man. And, and, now, I hope people with, with that tune into the show would, would um, I hope it bless somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hope this, I hope this, um, what I'm speaking about the five love languages bless somebody to take heed. I hope it was a blessing to somebody to be able to take heed to it, you know? So, um, yeah, so that's my words for the day, man. I mean, the five love languages. Yeah. Right. All right. Um, good show. Uh, hopefully what we've discussed today has helped, you know, um, and, uh, we'll just leave it here. Hey, um, anything, uh, you want to, uh, last say about everything we talked about today before we close this out? Yeah. I just want to, I just want to say that, um, Man, um, I'm just happy to, to to have another episode and be able to have the viewers, have the people out there that tune in. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, me and Fifth for coming up with more material. So yeah. we look forward to for people just tuning into our podcast. And we thank you for whoever's listening. We thank you. 
or tune into our podcast right now. So God bless. Yeah. yeah. All right, give out your uh your social medias out, man. Let them know where they could uh where they can reach you. Yeah, you can reach me at um Zacchaeus B seventy three on Instagram. You can also reach me on Facebook, Wayne Backus on Facebook, on Facebook, also on Twitter, Wayne Backus two on Twitter. Yeah. All right, y'all can get at me at the Fifth General, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Fifth General. All right. Um, see y'all next week for another exciting episode of Mrs. Z and Fifth. Peace out, y'all.